And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, make sure... Jim. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. We're on the air. I need to try it first. Con cero azúcar y ahora mucho más rica. ¿Será que la nueva Coca-Cola Zero Sugar es la mejor de todas? Descúbrela. Minute Maid slushies are back at McDonald's. And if you'd like to thank me for that information, I'll gladly take a slushie. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Right now, treat yourself to a small Minute Maid slushie, like the new strawberry watermelon flavor for $1.59. Or try small McCafe frappes and smoothies for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Limited time only. Minute Maid is a trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. It's live from St. Louis, Missouri. And tonight we're just going to talk about uh, movies, a little sports, a little global warming. So... Stay tuned, and we'll see where, where this leads us tonight. Trend Chat. I'm your host Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, it's all the same name, Trend Chat 24-7. I also write for politichicks.com. And if you want to read some of my articles, um, you can go to politichicks.com slash author slash Brian Bledsoe. And also, Politichicks have a new book out called Politichicks, a claim your call to political activism. I suggest everyone that's listening to the sound of my voice right now buy five copies. <laughs> but uh, just, you know, I encourage everyone to to get a hold of that that book. It's, I'd say, about 300 pages um, and with, of a collection of articles from contributors like myself of Politichicks talking on a range of different issues, whether it's education, health care, um, general politics, uh, taxes. Uh, it's like 12 different subjects, and you have maybe what, um, maybe six or seven, um, I guess, uh, articles on each topic. And actually, my article, which is about becoming a delegate last year at the Republican National Convention in Cleveland, it, mine is in the uh, area of activism. And so, yeah, I have that one article is in, in the book. So that's also another reason why I'm telling you to buy as many copies as possible. Actually, you know, I was thinking about it. On Facebook, I have almost 2,500 friends and I was just thinking like if everybody just bought one book (laughs) 
every one of my friends on Facebook just buy a book. And then just also as many followers. I think I have about just as many followers on Twitter. And just, you know, if everybody just bought a book. That, yeah, I don't know what where they will put that in the Amazon um, bestseller list. And if I didn't mention that, it's available on Amazon and also Barnes & Noble. So if you, like I say, want to pick that up, just go. Go to Amazon and put in Politics. It should come up. And also on Barnes & Noble as well. Now, on Tuesday, we had Maggie Dine from The Founding Project on. And I just want to talk about that. Now, if you've been listening to the program, you're probably like, well, he's about to talk about Founding Project again. And in this time, I'm actually going to say, just go back to Tuesday's program and listen to the pro listen to the show when I talked with Maggie about the founder project. So for the minute that I normally give as far as talking about the founder project, bringing civics, uh, civics to citizens and everything else as far as educating every, um, people on the declaration of independence and the constitution. I will also say, just go back one episode and listen to my interview with uh, with Maggie about the founding project. It's a lot more details than what I just gave there. And if you want to know more, on top of going to that episode, Tuesday's episode, you can go to their Facebook page and just type in the founding project. You should find that Facebook page there. So, highly recommend to to go to that show and listen to that, and especially if you know want to know more about the founder project so now today <clears throat> uh you know it's kind of funny i was just thinking about i think in the in the beginning i said we'll see where this goes uh i normally don't have like a script <laughs> to what i'm doing if you can't tell <laughs> but um even more so today i be i have like i don't know it just feels like i don't i'm like i really don't have a script today where I have an idea and don't know where I'm going to go with it, really. And so that's why I was talking about movies, sports, and some global warming. So let me just hit on the global warming part first, uh, only because this is probably the least I'm going to talk about. So President Trump pulled the United States out of the Paris Agreement. So basically, um, by doing that, pretty much hurt the UN's feelings, basically. So... Now they're mad. I would say they're probably mad because now they're not getting the United States money for the most part. Uh, I really don't. I, well, I'm not going to say they don't care about the whole global warming or climate change and however you want to frame that. I'm not saying that. I'm pretty sure there's people that that are true believers in that and really are upset about it for that reason. But I also feel like a lot of them are probably upset because you know you know we're not going to get that money which this this Paris agreement is basically like all the other deals f for the most part that the United States signed with foreign countries um that it basically it's okay United States you foot you know you you foot the bill for all of this you pay for everything or at least the the majority of it while we just sit back and reap the benefits of whatever whether it's just 
just money or whatever that comes with it. It's always like the United States got to put up all the money for it. And then all the other countries just kind of just sit back and don't do anything um, or contribute very little in comparison. So and this Paris deal is pretty much just like all the rest of them. So. And that, like I said, that's basically all I have on that <laughs> because. Yeah, like I said, I just feel like it's just another one of those deals that um, at at the very least need to be renegotiated, if not, not, you know, don't participate at all. So and yep, um, I mean, outside of anything that you probably already heard on the radio or on, you know, on TV or whatnot. So that's that's just my take on that now. Also, because we're live, we can chat. So if uh, you go to, you know, I haven't even looked at this thing. Somebody could. Okay, nobody's there. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, since we're live, you can go to trendchat247.com. Now, I'm, I'm guiding you through this, but I haven't seen it myself. But while I'm live, I notice that I have a chat <laughs> option. So if someone... I guess since a question, then I should see it on here. I'm not going to make any guarantees. I'm going to see it. I'm just telling you what, <laughs> what I was told what should happen. But anyway, right now it's <laughs> actually, it says feels lonely in here. So no one is in the chat room, but if you go in the chat room and if I see it, I'm like, Hey, success, you know, Hey, <laughs> it worked. So, but I, you know, We'll know when that actually happens. So anyway, just to get off the whole, you know, Paris Agreement thing. And um, I guess now, well, also, given the fact that it is 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, the NBA Finals are going on. So that's pretty smart of me to be trying to do a podcast in the middle of the NBA Finals. Um, it depends on how many people are actually listening or what. Oh, you know, watching the NBA Finals. Um, like I said, I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, and you know, I have I have cable. I have a streaming service now. I I kind of got rid of the cable service, like the traditional cable service, earlier in the year. So now I kind of have this streaming service where I can watch it on my phone and on my tablet. And um, uh, well, I. I tell you what it is the sling um sling tv so maybe if i said their name enough maybe they'll sponsor me yeah you know something but yeah so i use sling on on my phone and on my um, tablet now to basically watch cable just on a very limited basis which is fine with me because um i only wanted a few channels anyway and so but one of the channel channels i don't have is abc which i think that's where the finals are being played which is fine i mean if i if anything, I may catch some highlights or something. But you know, you had the Cleveland Cavaliers against the Golden State Warriors for the third time in a <laughs> in a row. And um, for uh, I would say, I think the Warriors are going to win, and I think it'll probably be in six. I've saw someone already posted it'd be Warriors in six, but I'm thinking six because I think Cleveland will probably win two at home or maybe one over in Golden State. But I think go to say, you know, given Kevin Durant stays healthy throughout the whole series and 
Now, I am a bit intrigued actually about watching the, the finals at just to just to see Kevin Durant and LeBron and and just with now you have Durant with Steph and uh Thompson and I mean it really all if it, it worked out for KD. Uh he you know, it wasn't a certainty. Well, it kind of felt that way, but even, you know, here we are that they did make it to the finals anyway. But, yeah, so it really worked out for them to leave Oklahoma City to go to Golden State. And it could pay off in the end, especially if, they, you know, they win. Um, and yeah, I think there's about, what, two weeks this whole finals will probably go on. Even if it's even if it's a sweep, I think it'll probably be two weeks. As much time they put in between the games and all, but yeah, like I said, I think it's going to be Warriors and six and I don't know if I'll catch a game or not. Um, just depends on where I'm at. I haven't watched <laughs> and this kind of goes into something I was thinking about. And I guess I go into this now. I haven't watched the whole game. NBA game this season, like from the beginning. I still haven't watched. I've seen bits and pieces. I maybe watched a quarter. Or maybe watch the half. I haven't watched a, a game from beginning to end all season, which is, I mean, right, to me right now, it doesn't feel strange at all. I'm just, I haven't thought twice about it. I just thought about it today when I see advertising for the finals. And I'm like, wow, I haven't watched a game <laughs> this year. And, um, it, you know, this kind of goes back to what I was, what I mentioned. I can't remember the episode, but when I just talked about the NFL and how I just, you know, I've, I mentioned before that I'm not a boycott type of person. I'm a, for me, I just lose interest. So, um, so like when I was talking about the NFL, it's just something like over time as different situations, different, you know, incidents happen, uh, whether it's, you know, like I'm, I'm here in St. Louis right now. I, I'm thinking about two incidents that happened in the past, uh, what, maybe 10 years that you had, uh, back when the Ferguson shooting happened, you had the St. Louis Rams at that time when they were the St. Louis Rams, now they're the L.A. Rams. But um, they came out and did the whole hands up, don't shoot. Um, you know, that whole that whole deal. And, you know, and nothing happened, which, you know, I mean, that's up to the NFL if they want to do want to punish him or not. Or, or not, not so much even punish him, it's just the fact that that you can't have um different you know attire on your uniform you you can't alter the uniform or you can't uh celebrate or you can't do all these things that the NFL find you for and then they went out and did that and then they you know it was virtual silence for that um but you know if you if you do something for a charity you you might get fined so, and so that kind of was telling in how they saw their, um, I guess, w- where they was making their stance with that. And so that that's kind of one thing that that kind of when I see it, I just like okay, I don't I don't agree, and I don't really care about what how they're handling it, and and just over time, it just lessens my interest more and more. So the other instance I was thinking about being here in St. Louis is when Rush Limbaugh was looking to become a part of a part of an owner group 
to purchase the uh, uh, St. Louis Rams, which is, it's kind of funny given that they have they have moved to L.A. now. I wonder if if he were to be, um, were to become the St. Louis Rams owner back then, would they still be here in St. Louis? I wonder. But um, but yeah, so I remember that, and then I rem- remember all the the NFL showing the disapproval, and I remember Jim Irsay, the owner of the uh, Indianapolis Colts, um, how he was he was totally against Russell and Bob being part of the group, and I remember Jim Irsay in particular. I met I talked about this before, but I'm just gonna just a short part of this because I remember. The owner Jim Mercer talking about it, and because what stuck out to me is that I was planning to go to Indianapolis for a vacation that year, and then after seeing that, I just didn't care. I just decided to not go. I just so that was kind of the thing, like where I was like, oh, I would, I'd never come to Indianapolis. I just it wasn't that. It was just like after seeing that, I just kind of didn't care to go <laughs> anymore. So, um. Because you know, a lot of times when you talk about boycotts or it's, or just, or I guess anything like that in general, you kind of you're you're taking away something from yourself that you want that you like. Um, I guess let's say uh, let's say Ben and Jerry or something that I don't eat anymore, and so I so you see something something from Ben and Jerry's where they're you know showing their liberal, um, you know their liberal side as far as whatever the the issue of the day is ben and jerry's to get behind it and make a flavor out of it and um and so for me when i found out about ben and jerry's that was before i knew about their liberal tendencies i used to you know get ben and jerry's all the time but the the more how in your face they were about it the less i wanted and to the point to where i you know i just didn't i just didn't care to buy it at all. It just like they were just basically shoving it in your face and to the point like, you know what? This I don't even want this ice cream anymore. <laughs> so um and so it wasn't where I just boycotted it. It's just where I just stopped caring about it cuz if you just I mean, why would I want to support someone who is basically telling me day in and day out that I don't like people like like you as a customer? That's cuz that's basically what they're doing. Um, it's especially in a lot of cases when you're being um, hateful toward the other side, especially in in your uh, advocacy for some liberal position. And so, um, yeah. And so that's kind of what happened with the NFL with me to the point where I, you know, I just don't care. I mean, I might watch the Super Bowl, but it's not something where I have to make time out and make sure I'm, at a place to watch it or watch a game. So this kind of goes to the NBA now. You know, NBA finals are going on. I know about it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to to watch out because I just don't care. And um, and something that happened, what, a couple of days ago, which is a total, you know, what happened was wrong. But just something that LeBron said just kind of stuck out. So LeBron James had his um house vandalized which is, you know, that's totally wrong. No one should be vandalizing anyone's house. But in this case, um, it added a, a little bit was added to that uh, was because someone spray painted the N-word on um, on this front gate, if I remember. 
And so basically now, you know, because of that, now you've entered in not only being vandalism now is, you know, considered a, I said, quote unquote, hate crime, because for me, I, crime is crime. And I'm not I'm not for the whole hate crime part of it. If you've committed a crime, it's a crime. It shouldn't have to be an added, <laughs> added stipulation, I guess, to to committing a crime. So but that so that's why I kind of say it like, that like that. And but yeah, but so but with that, it's been treated as a hate crime because of the N word being put on the front gate. And then LeBron James made the comment, oh, I think it was yesterday, and to the effect of saying, um, no matter how m- much money you have, um, it's still it's still still difficult to be black in America. That's not a quote. That's a paraphrase. But but um. And just when I saw it, I was, when I heard that, and I was like, I mean, well, LeBron, you know, you are pretty much, I'm pretty sure he's a billionaire by now. <laughs> and, yeah, like I said, that was wrong. But, and then he equates, like, that act of vandalism, you know, and then say, like, it's, like, that makes it so hard to be a black man in america i mean everybody vandalism happens to a lot of people and just because that word were added on there i mean that doesn't make it so much harder than everyone else has it that's not black or even a minority and i don't know like you know another thing i was thinking about is that today and just in hearing that statement Maybe it's because I'm light skinned. I don't know. It, it, I'm, and I'm truly asking that question. I'm saying that. Like, is it because I'm light skinned? Because it's really, it's the that comment that he made. I'm like, I really don't see what he's talking about. I'm not a millionaire, so, uh, and if anyone, someone that is not making nearly as much money he is, are the people who tend to are tend to be affected by uh, what you would call to be racism or or um just uh any sort of hardship and being black in america like people like myself to be to be ones that really should have that feeling and you know and i definitely hear that from others who are definitely not making money like lebron that have um you know you hear about police oppression and and what happens in the inner cities and whatnot. And it's, I'm just speaking about myself personally. It's just, it's just something that I have not experienced. And it's something that I just personally just don't understand. Not saying that it doesn't happen. Not saying that it, you know, I definitely don't, can't say that because that's, it definitely happens. Um, pers- I don't think it, I don't, you know, I don't think that it happens to the degree that it's being presented, especially in the black community. That's what I've, I feel like it's definitely is an overblown um, situation, even though that it it does happen from time to time. But I think people take it too far, as far as, and it goes both ways. It kind of make you have one side to make it seems like okay, every black person is in is um is innocent, uh, regardless of the situation. Whenever a uh, 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 incident happens. So if you have a cop 
that do um, that you know in a, in the situation that happens involving uh, law enforcement and a black person, um, you have people on on one side that basically side with the black person regardless of whatever information um, has been that's you know is presented, and then you also have the other side that basically sees law enforcement <laughs> as um you know always in the right regardless of the information that has been presented. So you you have both sides to just see both. Um, you see both sides is basically a hundred percent right, or they're just so righteous on one end on whether it's talking about law enforcement or you're talking about whoever the, um, I guess whoever the suspect or victim is. And, um, and that's never the case. It's always pretty much something in the middle. Um, you maybe have some cases where you basically, it's pretty cut and dry and, but yeah, so. Yeah, I you know it just hearing what LeBron said is just something that kind of just clicked off uh, in my mind, and also it kind of just goes back to, in, to where I'm like, oh yeah, that that <laughs> hearing LeBron say that about you know being just you know because about his house being vandalized, and he's saying that's you know saying like well just just because I make a whole bunch of money means doesn't mean um, means that it it's still hard to be a black man in America, and it's just stuff like that, and when I heard that and then I thought about that, I haven't watched the NBA all season and it made me think, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's the reason why <laughs> that's the reason why I haven't been watching because this, you know, just the other stuff and, uh, you know, thinking about LeBron James in particular, what they were doing whole with, um, with as far as the hoodies and I could just, I can't think of like a whole list of different incidents because it's always a little something here and there that has been been going on. It just been just, I guess, eroding my interest <laughs> as time goes on to the point that now I just I I watch it if if I'm around I guess or something if it if I'm at a bar or something getting something to eat <laughs> and it's on um okay I I watch it you know. So, yeah, so that was the sports section of Trend Chat. Now, uh, I guess this will be the last topic is um, today is Thursday, especially if you're hearing this live, it's Thursday. <laughs> you know that it's Thursday. And essentially, one woman comes out tonight. Um, I know it's supposed to be Friday, but they always have these Thursday shows now. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it. It's, I'm just wondering if they're going to, if one woman's going to get her just due (laughs) as far as having a big budget superhero movie that up, you know, that's up there in the ranks of like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, you know, uh, and all the rest. And, one thing I was noticing already is that, uh, well, one, the it's not going to be shown in Lebanon, I'm guessing. Um, last thing I saw right before I got on, it was saying that it was banned. I was seeing uh, that they were thinking about banning the movie because the actress, um, Gal Gadot, I think I said that right, um, the actress who plays Wonder Woman, is um is is um uh 
I guess it's Jewish or Israeli. Uh, but yeah, so because of of the lead actress being uh, in the movie and they're looking to ban it. And I'm guessing from what I saw that it was banned. So that it's not going to be shown there. So, okay. Um, but one thing I saw uh, a couple of days ago was the reviews and there are like glowing reviews it's across the board uh, a lot of critics are loving this movie and one headline i saw saying that it's the top rated I, actually it's what i posted on on the facebook and twitter is that it's the highest rated review highly reviewed movie since the dark knight um which well dark knight was a pretty good movie i really liked dark knight and they're putting that in the well at dc they made sure to say it was the highest rated highly reviewed dc movie since dark knight so because there's been a lot of um marvel movies has been pretty highly um highly acclaimed as well kind of like logan that just came out and i think civil war was was pretty up uh, high up there as far as critical acclaim and uh, and right now, Wonder Woman is up there as far as being up there. It's a quote. Well, I'm not going to say a quote because I'm not going to say it word for word. But basically, some critics are saying that it's not just a great superhero movie, that it's just a great movie. It's a great film, uh, regardless of it being a superhero movie. And that's also, I remember hearing that about Logan when that came out. And you know, I thought Logan was was pretty good i mean given given the character um it, i wasn't surprised given that it was because it was rated r and given the nature of the character it made sense um to for that rating um even though you know the past i think two or three standalone wolverine movies were pg-13 but this one was rated R, and um, but it was, I thought it was pretty. It was pretty good. Um, Logan, I'm, I mean, and now you have Wonder Woman out, and this is being high, um, highly acclaimed. And like I said, right now I'm pretty sure there's a couple of showings just now started. If they didn't have like a seven o'clock showing on on today, and when I I, I always kind of um i'm kind of hesitant when i see movies are so highly acclaimed by critics of all people <laughs> because uh critics are you know these hollywood critics well, you know, uh, movie critics you know whether it's on hollywood or new york or wherever most of these movie critics are pretty liberal pretty uh, like beyond bernie sanders liberal <laughs> if not you know and and that's pretty much the majority of them. So a lot of times their opinions on a lot of these films tends to go like they tend to love it. If it's something that's going to promote some sort of liberal agenda in one way or another, whether it's, you know, subtly or overtly. And um, so when I hear about a lot of these critics saying, Oh, this is a great movie. And then I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, sometimes they will say that a movie is a is a great movie, and it turns out not to be, you know, this 
based this liberal propaganda movie. <laughs> um, at like Dark Knight, the Dark I wouldn't say the Dark Knight was uh, like a liberal movie, and it was given its just due as a as a critically acclaimed movie. So, um, and also given the fact we're talking about Wonder Woman, and I'm and the fact that critics are so in love with it, um, right? You know, as far as uh, I think it's like in the '90s, as far as um, like Rotten Tomatoes or um, what you call it, um, uh, IMDb, all of them have a very high score as far as the the rating, the reviews for the movie. And you know, given that we're talking about Wonder Woman, and so I'm thinking, like, is there, is this like an overly feministic movie? <laughs> Uh, where it's uh, there's a whole lot of anti-man um, themes in the movie or something. I'm get you know, I don't know. I'm still I'm going to watch it and find out. I'm just bringing up my hesitance to because of I just don't trust the critics. You know, <laughs> I, I really don't because most of them are liberal. So you know, most I well, I'm, well, I'm saying most. I don't even know too many conservative ones. I mean, I know about. Um, Ted Bear, you know, a Christian uh, over at um, a Christian Credit at Movie Guide, like I, the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Um, but, but yeah, so yeah, the most of them are pretty. Like I said, they the left of Bernie Sanders, so and and so you know, a lot of times I don't have to be a little uh, gotta. Gotta wonder where, why do, why you like that so much? That's that's why I was thinking when I, when I saw that um that article about it, I was thinking like, well, okay, why you like, why do you like it? Because that's what I'm thinking to myself. I'm just like, okay, I, you, know, you tend to, you know, these are the same people that will, that will give up that sequel that's coming out later on, um, in, um what July, the the inconvenient sequel. You know, with Al Gore, you know, kind of tying back to the first topic about global warming, you know, that movie's going to come out. And I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. All the critics said, this is a, this is a, a, a great documentary of our time. This is the greatest sequel since Godfather 2 or The Empire Strikes Back or something like that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, especially, and given what just happened with President Trump taking, United, not you know, taking the United States out of the Paris Agreement. I oh yeah, when this movie come out, like this is, this is why we should stay in the Paris Agreement. This movie um, tells us the uh, catastrophic nature of global warming. Blah 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 blah. And um, yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, woman, woman, uh, wonder. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is live, but you heard that. <laughs> so Wonder Woman is at 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. And, yeah, so it's certified fresh. Now, I don't know if, if you know what that means, but it's, Rotten Tomatoes has this system where if 75% of their certified critics give it a uh, good review, it's considered certified fresh. So that means it's, it's and Wonder Woman is at 92 and as far as user reviews, it's at like 99. So uh, user reviews is something I tend to look at a little more 
little bit more because a lot of the you have a lot of movies where they get um have like a low credit review uh, the review could be in the 50s for critics but then like it could be in the 70s and 80s with the users and uh, it could be a pretty good movie uh, you know kind of like, so I guess I just go down through this line, line right now let me see um, got about a couple more minutes <laughs> uh, like I just watched Par- uh, Pirates of Caribbean 5 and it has a 30% rating and a 71 rating amongst you know the audience and I thought it was pretty good. I, don't, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't definitely give it a 30. I wouldn't, I didn't think it was bad at all. It was, I, I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2 has an 81% rating and a 90% rating amongst the audience. So it was pretty much both sides liked it. So, and I liked Garden of the Gardens of the Galaxy too. So, and looking at that and comparing, so Wonder Woman might be a pretty good movie. Um, like I said, we'll find out. And then Baywatch got a 20 amongst the critics and a 70 amongst the audience, which I actually agree with the critics on this one. The Baywatch was not good. Not good. It really wasn't. That was bad. <laughs> I don't know what was that about. But um, I think I mentioned that on Tuesday. But, yeah, that was bad. Um. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so... I don't know um, if um, if anyone I guess is going to watch Wonder Woman later on this this week. Uh, I'll suggest get your tickets early. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people going to be, you know, at the movies this weekend. So, all right, we are pretty much done today. Got everything I <laughs> I was I guess going around my head today off my chest now and I guess you know I I've said this before that just going live is just so much quicker <laughs> I put it that way it's quicker to do a live because I I mean if you've been listening to the program you notice that I do um, you know a majority of these are, are recorded um, on the day of when I upload them and yeah, you just wouldn't, you just don't, wouldn't believe how many times I had to do like the intro because it just don't sound right, I guess. But like when it's live, it just comes out and like, I guess I just had to deal with it. I, or I could just, you know, stop the live stream and start over, but I don't want to do that because that's, it causes, anyway, it, that's, yeah, technical problems. But, um, but yeah, doing the live is, is, it normally goes pretty quickly and, um, you know, I don't. Ha- I'm not doing multiple takes <laughs> because of that. So, uh, yeah. So that's it for this week, and we'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, don't know who we'll have on. At- actually, we are um, at thinking of having a couple of, of uh, guests, maybe for both Tuesday and Thursday, but. Uh, Yep. So, I'm yeah. I'm <laughs> here. I am thinking on live. Right now we're live. I'm sitting trying to think and just and and got silence going on over here. And let me think about this after we <laughs> after we leave. So, uh, yeah. So I appreciate everyone listening. 
Again, if you want to connect to us on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, it's Trend Chat 24-7. Um, if you want to read the articles, my latest, the latest article I wrote was about uh, Chris Cornell and his unexpected impact on my life. Um, if you want to know what that is, I will say go to politichicks.com slash author slash Brian Bledsoe and read that article. It's called An Unexpected Miracle, if I remember. Um, so that's my latest uh, article uh, for Politichicks. And also, don't want to forget, I'm also on the Narrative Times, this, uh, the show is. So if um, you go to the Narrative Times and you click on uh, Trend Chat with Brian, you will see the show and all the episodes right there for you to listen to. So definitely appreciate the Narrative Times and Politichicks having Trend Chat on. We are almost at 1,000 plays. Which is, I'm not gonna say that again. I, every time I mention how many plays, it, I, yeah, okay, I'll mention it again right now. But yeah, the fact that having one play is just, and now sitting there looking at almost a thousand, I actually don't even know how to. I, I you know, I, I don't know how to process that actually. Um, but I mean, I, I appreciate everyone listening, and. Yeah, I, this has been this is great. I, I I have fun doing this, and I guess people, you know, want to hear, uh, you know, these ramblings. <laughs> so, so as long as I can keep doing, it, I guess I'll keep doing it. And like I said, we're here in St. Louis, and next week, who knows where we'll be? We'll probably be in some. Well, I know we'll be in Texas, and then going to Florida, and so. Um, Thursday show will probably will be in Florida. Actually, um, I know. I'm, well, I can't say for sure. <laughs> One thing I thought I would be doing this show in Minnesota. Actually, <laughs> so um, yeah. So we're planning to be in Florida <laughs> when Thursday shows is uh, uploaded. So, but you know, never know. Uh, if you don't know, I'm a truck driver. So, <laughs> and I, you know, I. I book my own loads to go to different locations. Actually, I don't know if I ever mentioned that. It's just on here is that um, when you hear hear us doing interviews at CPAC or the NRA convention or uh, any other place, uh, I coordinate the load, you know, and I pick up a load to go to these events. You know, I, I <laughs> it's not like I got money like that to just fly out to these places get a room and all that and yet no that's not how it works that's no this is real gritty radio uh, podcasting right now so you know we i use my job to go to these places and do my you know do the interviews and then i put them on and put them on the show so so that's that's the secret actually if you want to know so that's how it's done and in that vein, we'll be, like I said, probably be doing the show. We'll be in Florida, given everything goes right and lows don't cancel. And actually, the next event will be later on in the month um, at the Young Women's Leadership Summit, which I need to actually start doing some research so I can make sure I have my questions all lined up for all the speakers because they have a at least a good 
20 some speakers, I think, um, at this summit. And I, I want to be ready to, with some questions. I want to have more individual questions for each person that I interview as opposed to asking a lot of general questions. So I need to get on the ball, do some, get my research together and so I can, you know, sound like a half, <laughs> you know, I guess a halfway competent journalist, <laughs> even though I'm not, <laughs> but, but, um, yep. So that, that's the next event coming up. Looking forward to being there. Uh, we'll turn the point really, really, uh, admire that organization. Um, it's funny cause I was up in Chicago where they're, um, the, I guess the home of home office of Turner Point up in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, I'm really, you know, yeah. So thanks for everyone listening. And until Tuesday, we'll chat with you later. ready to go back to school as mine are you gotta check out Kohl's I got my daughters the cutest sew tops for under 18 bucks Jansport backpacks for 25% off and 30% off Levi's jeans for me I even saved an extra 15% and picked up Kohl's cash so yeah not sure who's more excited right now me or the girls select styles 15% off friends August 15th Levi's coupons do not apply some exclusions apply see store calls account for details And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, make sure... Jim. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. We're on the air. I need to try it first. Con cero azúcar y ahora mucho más rica. ¿Será que la nueva Coca-Cola Zero Sugar es la mejor de todas? Descúbrela. Descúbrela. 